following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They are an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, and the big game is happening on Sunday. Here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up and new customers. Then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Just use code HUGE. When you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is a Moneyline Monday on the huge show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin Super Bowl week together. No Lions, but you have those pesky Niners who are unhappy with their practice field. They're weighing their options. You're lucky you're there. You ripped our heart out, San Francisco. I'm doing everything I can to enjoy this Super Bowl week. It's hard. Because all I can think about is that... That they hold on. I'm out there hyping the Lions. All week long into next Monday with live shows. I was locked in to go to the game. I had the invites to all the big parties. I'm an A-lister, okay? And guess what? I'm here with you right now. I'm with Superfly. And he's talking to me about... David Gregory, NFLPA certified sports agent with Bull Rush Sports Management. They're based in West Michigan. His roster is growing with draftable players. He is putting on a draft night, round number one, April 25th, a huge bash, top shelf with NFL executives. He's showing everybody Bull Rush is the new bulldog in town. And we're going to be doing our show there. So Superfly asked me, well, what does David Gregory have to do with the NFL draft? I go, are you kidding me? Then he corrected himself and said, no, but with this, I'm not going to say the place yet, but it's really top shelf. Like I'm going to have to dress like I'm going to a wedding or court. Which kind of go hand in hand in my life. That's why he's putting on a party. He's a new guy. You ever watch Jerry Maguire when Jerry Maguire put on a party? 
Show me the money. David Gregory, up and coming. He's a lawyer by trade, certified NFL PA sports agent. Just got back from the senior bowl. He'll be going to the combine. He's going to have an A-list invite package. His new clients will be there. I'll be doing the show statewide there. So he connected you to one of the people at Bull Rush who could meet our technical needs. And you're like, explain to me again what Bull Rush has to do with this place. I'm like, it's round one of the NFL draft in Detroit. It's like two blocks from the main stage. Goodell could end up coming there. This is like an A-list event. So I told Brett, look, the music's playing to start the show. We'll play huge show flashcards during the next break. I'm doing my best to try and get excited about the Super Bowl. I am excited about the draft. I do have our flying ace whiskey huge question of the day. And you could answer it. How many of you watched flag football yesterday with the NFL Pro Bowl weekend or the carnival games? Jason Kelsey played the bearded lady. There's an audience for that. And most of those kids can't go to the bathroom by themselves. I know they had a good crowd. I had kids that age that wanted an autograph, right? I get it. You see your stars there. It did nothing for me. And the Mannings, I'm, I'm tired of them playing to the camera. I hate people in sports media that make it all about them. All about them. Monday Night Football, Pro Bowl, wherever it's about them. That's why in the HUGE show, I take a lot of pride in the Mercantile Bank HUGE listener line. I take a lot of pride in the HUGE show.net. I take a lot of pride in the HUGE podcast. I welcome in Flying Ace Whiskey for the HUGE question of the day. Guests join me on the HUGE guest line. Thanks to our friends from Roast Umber. So it's not all about me. I mentioned Superfly at least three times a show. Mm, I am trying. I ran into my good friends Crash and Pete Cool, and they invited me to a Super Bowl watch party, and I'm like, I'm going to try and make it. But I, I just don't know if I can watch that game and not think about... The Lions. And when San Francisco wins on Sunday, which they will, we will spend the offseason thinking about what could have been. And if one more person sends me like a DM or on the huge text chain, Bill, you need to let the pass go. Okay, yeah, how many of you let the pass go? Really? All I heard was, we haven't had a, we, we haven't won a playoff game in 30 years. Yeah, way to let it go, but you're going to pile on me. That's tough, man. Like I said, the feeling I have now is the feeling I had in Austin, Texas when my girlfriend broke up with me 
after I drove her all the way to a special needs camp for kids that she was working. She wasn't part of it. She was working. She dumped me. She dumped me when we said goodbye at the camp. People thought I was like, I'm crying. They're they're thinking I'm a camper who doesn't want to go. That would be like her inviting me to her wedding. Hey, I'm getting married in Vegas. You want to come and watch? Oh, look, I got a GoPro cam for the honeymoon. You can watch that too. Ah, man. I thought the weekend and once you got past that seven-day period, right, it would change. And we've talked about this because it's been therapy for all of us over the last week. And it's just not better. Because now it's Super Bowl week. The buildup last week was to the carnival games and flag football. Oh, but they're protecting the players. They're not going to get hurt. Okay. Why don't they just go flag football Sunday? Niners and the Chiefs. I can't watch that. I tried. I tried to. I posted. I can't watch it. But I said, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. I'm going to go try and watch it. I had to leave. And I'm tired of the Mannings. I swear to God, they're like the male Kardashians. (laughs) I'm tired of them. I am. They're everywhere. The commercials are everywhere. It's like I have to listen to them five days a week from three until six. Uh, So our flying ace whiskey, huge question of the day. You can answer it. Are you watching at home? You're going to a watch party. You're going out to Vegas. Maybe you bought tickets saying, hey, Lions are going to get there, and you got tickets. You probably sold them on the secondary market. What they say? The average ticket now is over thirteen grand. It's crazy. It's going to be 330,000 people in Vegas this weekend. It's already one of the biggest weekends they ever have every year. But just imagine if that would have been the Lions Nation. Hmm. I'm sorry, I'm not being pessimistic or complaining. But it is tough. It is tough to let this go. Mm. And if the Niners, I'm getting the Advil Lions headache that I've had for 30 years. If the Niners win this game, we will look back on what could have been. There is a possible small consolation. I believe when the Niners win, the Super Bowl champion gets that Thursday night opener at home. Lions, and the schedule won't be released until the first week of May. Lions do play the Niners away. And I think if the Niners win... The greatest NFL kickoff opener that the networks could present to America would be the revenge rematch, Lions at the Niners, to kick off 
the 2024 NFL season. Think about what, once we found out if it was going down in May, what May, June, July, and August would be like in the state of Michigan, looking forward to that trip to San Francisco. Yeah, it's not the NFC Championship game. But what a way to exercise your demons to start the year. That is why I'm rooting for the Niners. If it wasn't for that possibility, I'm not saying it's a done deal. If it wasn't for that possibility, I want the Chiefs to stomp on them. It will be hard revisiting those emotions that you had less than eight days ago. You just can't let go of them. Like that woman you loved. Yeah, you can break up, you can say goodbye, you can write a poem. But all that love you shared, you don't let go in eight days. It's a process. And that process usually includes 34 to 37 other women you'll date and break up with as revenge breakups. Oh, why can't the Lions be in Vegas? Because I'd be in Vegas right now. A lot of my friends are saying it sounds more like this Lions holding on was about you going to Vegas and the Lions winning. Bingo. (sighs) Plus this weekend had some good moments, bad moments. I settled in, always watched the last round of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am on Sunday. 80-mile-an-hour winds and rain. <laughs> you know, Saturday, Sunday, right? They cancel it, 54-hole tournament. Wyndham Clark wins it. I watch Michigan. One guy, Anthony Broom from the Wolverine.com at halftime. Michigan, I think, was up to 7 or 9. I forget. It's Twitter. I'm going fast. I'm watching Sports on TV, there's a lot of moving parts. They moved the clash of the Coliseum up to Saturday because of that monster storm out in California. I'm going back and forth between college hoops, everything else going on. And Anthony Broom said, take the money line on DraftKings was at plus 390 at halftime on Rutgers. Michigan bumps their lead to 15. I think it's game over. I actually went away from that game. Come back and see them down double digits late. Are you kidding me? John Howard can't coach. This common thread of blowing leads in the second half, blowing leads late, that is coaching, my friends. And part of it is players who aren't playing for the coaches. It's a combination. John Howard, people are like, oh, you're trashing him. Someone even played the race card. Are you kidding me? Really? Really? So I can celebrate Sharon Moore getting the job, but if I question Juwan Howard, you're going to play the race card. Come on. He can't coach. He's been a head coach when? Ever. Oh, he did well with the previous coaches, guys. We've seen this before. Knock, knock, who's there? Brady Hoke. Knock, knock, who's there? Rich Rodriguez. He can't coach. I said it early this year, on record, 
on The Huge Show. You can go through the podcast, just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts. I compared watching this team with Martelli versus Juwan Howard coaching, and they just look like a better team with Martelli. And I said it then, and I'm sticking with it now. If Ward Manuel wants to bring back his friend, Juwan Howard, for another year, it will just bury Michigan basketball even further behind the rest of the Big Ten, which, by the way, is ramping up next year with more teams. Anthony Broom, by the way, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line from the Wolverine.com. And Anthony, I should have listened to you. I should have jumped right on the DraftKings Sportsbook app when you said the money line plus 390 at halftime. Take Rutgers. That paid off big time. Yeah, I swear. You know, I'm not ever, you know, I don't know that I'll be able to beat the insider trading allegations that come out of that. But, uh, God, it's like, uh, I mean, it's the same thing we've seen all year. You get up to you get out to a lead at halftime. Sometimes you build that lead up to double digits, and then when it all comes crashing down, it doesn't matter if you're Purdue or you're Rutgers. Like you go on a run and you run this team out of the building, and it's. Um, I mean, it's it's tough to say that a game like Saturday is like rock bottom. Like relatively speaking, it is given that it was a game between the two worst teams in the big 10, but you know, when you give up a 37 to 12 run against mm. a team that coming into the game, uh, Ken Palm had is the number 300 offense in college basketball. I mean, if you're not going to get the job done, then I mean, it's, what are we even doing here? Right. So it's, uh, it's bleak right now. And, and the tone has changed from four competitors only to Jawan, saying maybe he should play his walk-ons and and kind of, you know, he's always kind of shielded his players from criticism, but Saturday night he has a post-game press conference where he kind of starts to go in on him a little bit saying, I should play my walk-ons and, you know, these big runs are all about pride and all that. And, you know, a lot of that, um, you know, when that comes from Tom Izzo, a guy who, you know, has a track record of squeezing every drop out of his team and he's going to have them ready to go when it's NCAA tournament time, it's one thing, but, you know, this has been uh, this has really been three years in a row where it's been a drop off, and to me, you don't get to do the you know the, the well in year two we did this and year three we did this because you just made the point that you're that you have regressed, and I, I know there's a lot of new parts on this team, but it's you know when you're in the first week of February and you're talking about guys buying in, I mean that that ship has sailed. Two paces out of the tube, Anthony. I don't hear Juwan talk about I could be a better coach. I don't hear that uh, our staff could be better. Throwing the players under the bus isn't going to help anything. I agree with you on Rutgers and that run, which was stunning to end it, but it's not getting better. It won't get better. I've been saying this uh, all season long. Uh, There is a pattern. He doesn't have a lot of experience as a head coach. This is his first stop, I think, as a head coach. Uh, outside of some interim stuff or scrimmages, I'm just talking about, you know, uh, on the door. And he just, there's no rhyme or reason to anything he does. Uh, the players aren't responding. So now he lines it up on the postgame presser. Still nothing about I could be better, I could do more, we need to take a time out there. Just, your award manual, uh, he gave him an open vote of support, what, you know, nine days ago. What do, you, what do you do if they finish dead last in the Big Ten and it's the third straight year of 
nose diving basketball at the University of Michigan. You're Ward Manuel. What do you do? It's tough because, you know, I've seen a lot of people equate it to, you know, the COVID season with, with football and Jim Harbaugh and, um, you know, Ward Manuel likes to give himself a lot of credit for being brave enough to not fire Jim Harbaugh, but it's not even close to the same situation. Uh, Harbaugh was a guy that had a track record of winning. Um, you know, they discuss things as they do at the end of every season and discussed a path forward and, and decided on a path forward. And obviously you, you fast forward three years later, you see where, Michigan football is at, you know, with, with Jawan Howard, I don't know, like right now, this is the audition, right? You know, if you can pull your team out of, you know, the depths of, of the abyss and where they're at, but, you know, as we get further and further into it, you know, the, a lot of these, you know, they're, they're not getting better. They're regressing in a lot of areas. Um, you know, the effort fluctuates, um, you know, we're in an era now where again, I know, NIL and its lack of the lack of progress on NIL in Michigan is kind of kind of a through line with all of their issues as in the athletic department right now. But when you feel a, a roster in basketball where you know one guy or two guys can make a huge difference, it is it is a bit of a hindrance. But you know they have I don't know that he has a vision, and it's not I don't know that Juwan Howard has the the self awareness and and the ability to look in a mirror and evaluate what needs to change. I mean, clearly, I mean, it could have been the emotions of a game, but Saturday night, he didn't have, you know, he, he didn't have, you know, an idea of what to change other than being um, kind of sarcastic about playing walk-ons and saying that the things that they do work and then it's proven to work. Well, no, it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked in two and a half years, really that season as they made the sweet 16, you don't take that away from them. I mean, good job on the team to do that, but um, on the same token, they had a lot of those same issues during that year too. You went almost the entire season without a ton of signature wins. And, you know, now, I mean, they could win out and they're not making the NCAA tournament now. Like it, it, that's how bad things have gotten. So I don't know what the sell is. Um, you know, you're, I don't know that you're going to come out of the season with anything to hang your hat on as something that can be progress because, you know, I assume, and again, I'm not, I don't like speculating with players, but with the way the transfer portal is now, I mean, we saw you lost an All-American last year to the portal because of NIL, because of the trajectory of the program. I mean, even if you have guys that have breakout performances here down the stretch, there's no guarantee they're not going into the portal. And, and they didn't bring in a recruiting class, really. I mean, they have one guy in George, in George Washington who just hasn't played a lot. They're not going to have a big recruiting class for next year. So it's another offseason where you have to almost completely – augment your roster through the transfer portal again. And when you're just throwing stuff at the wall and hoping it gels, sometimes it works like it did with Penn state last year. And sometimes it happens, you know, what's going on, you know, what's going on in Michigan, I think is a lot more probably likely uh, in terms of what could happen again next year. So I don't know what the path forward is. I mean, I think you're probably looking at a total and complete rebuild regardless. And, and if you have to do that, it begs the question, why, you know, what do you do with your head coach? And I don't know. It feels like we're barreling towards a change. And it's felt like that for a while. Um, I don't know if the athletic director sees it that way, but that's what people with eyeballs see. So we'll see. Yeah, and if you're going to compare it to Harbaugh, maybe you tell Juwan to take uh, half the pay and go earn a new deal. Uh, we'll see. Anthony Broom, the team at TheWolverine.com, all over Juwan Howard, Michigan Hoops, and Sharon Moore's. 
first off season as Michigan's head football coach, all that at thewolverine.com. AB, appreciate the update. Of course. Thank you, guys. All right, Anthony Broom checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Clayton Safey, we will talk about Sharon Moore's first off season replacing Harbaugh Safey from Ann Arbor in our next segment. And right, he knows college basketball and the NBA. His thoughts on why Michigan is struggling so much right now, especially in second halves and late in games. Tim Stout from Lansing. Tom Izzo of Michigan State had a great second half against Maryland. Got another needed W. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com and Jim Comperoni, SpartMeg.com will join us. Also, I'm going to take caller number 14 right now, Superfly. Uh, we'll go into the drawing to win a couple's Valentine's Day package at Urban U, Michigan's favorite med spa. Four locations in the state, one in Northville, three in the Grand Rapids area. Uh, this is a package valued at $1,600. Facial for you uh, and your special person in your life. Skin Revive and more. Why don't we take caller number 14 right now? You will go into the drawing. And that will happen next week. Caller number 14 at 1 866 838 4843. That's 1 866 838 Huge. You caller 14, you'll go into that drawing and you could win that couples package to U. If you're looking for a great Valentine's Day gift idea, go to theurbanu.com. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with a winter escape giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the winter escape giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. 
huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Hey, you have a couple days left. If you haven't signed up for DraftKings yet, just text DraftKings to 21000, DraftKings one word, and you'll go into the drawing for $1,000 in cash for giving away on Wednesday for you to bet on the big game on Sunday. Just text DraftKings one word to 21000 for the info. Free to enter. New customers, if you haven't downloaded the DraftKings Sportsbook app, text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. I did see Brad Holmes is on the warpath today, which I'm going to tell you why I think he's angry with the media in Detroit. It's targeting, which is something that a lot of people I know close to me do when they're upset about something else. They'll target their anger towards you. Just as I said in my opening huge opinion, you don't think Brad Holmes has woke up every day since last Monday morning thinking that should be us in the Super Bowl. And now when the teams are out there and there's all the hype, he knows this was a shot to win it all. So he's going off on the media. Uh, He did say, Tim Twinneman tweeted out, it's only going to get better. He said this year wasn't a one-off For the Lions or a Cinderella story, this is a new standard. It's real. Then he went after some of the reporters in the room and said, quote, this is GM Brad Holmes, you wanted us to pick a quarterback. You didn't want us to pick Panay Sewell. I know you said that was a miss. Everybody or you included. I give probably two people credit in this room for saying they were wrong. It wasn't many. It was you. And I think he mentioned Dave Burkett. He said, Dave. That's not the spot, and that's not Holmes. That's not anything about this Lions resurgent hasn't been about the Lions players or organizations say, up yours to the fans or media. It hasn't. But I'm going to give Brad Holmes a free pass because he's like me. I don't know if I'll ever get over what happened eight days ago. I won't. It's like I was on married blind, didn't see the lucky lady I picked from the cubicle, and she turned out to be a 10. And she dumped me on the show. I had to re-pick, and on the next pick, I had to marry the daughter of an NFL offensive lineman. 
Uh, Clayton Safe, he can't wait till he gets married. From the Wolverine.com, one of our insiders. Do you agree with me that Brad just PO'd about the law still and he's kind of taking it out on the media saying we're not a Cinderella story and I, you know, drafting a quarterback instead of Panay Sewell. It, do, it just doesn't seem like the right press conference for that. I think he's still upset. Yeah, this is the first time hearing of it, but I, I agree with you. Um, you know, and, and usually when a season ends, too, it's a, and it was a success, successful season, too. We have to remember, even though we're all disappointed. Um, but it's like that, that time of year where you can kind of look back and, and kind of, you know, keep, you got your receipts filed away of some people that doubted you, and the formula clearly worked. So maybe this is just his opportunity to kind of get it off his chest. Yeah, but you don't. That, that's not Holmes. It's not the Lions. It's not golf. It's not any of those people. You, you don't call out a reporter. I, I, I personally find it really weak. I know you because the Lions have really taken the high road here in doing this. I, I'm going to give him the pass that, like me, he's upset, and I doubt Holmes. Campbell, Goff, or any of those players, they'll never get over. Even if they go win a Super Bowl, they'll think that should be our second one based on what happened in that second half eight days ago. All right, I got to move on and talk about something else here before I hang up on you and just start taking things out on safety. Uh, Sharon Moore, where is he at on filling out his complete staff? I know they're hitting the recruiting trail. We got the second signing day. Coming up on Wednesday, what's the latest with Moore and his coaches? Mike Hart still not seen on the recruiting trail. You would think that means he's done. What are you hearing? Yeah, so recruiting dead period set in uh, starting today. The signing day is on Wednesday, but Michigan's class is all wrapped up from December. So it's all on the coaching staff right now. I think is is going to be his focus, obviously, with other uh, issues that come up within the program as well that you got to deal with as the head coach, but uh, it's about getting the staff completed. And, uh, you know, right now the majority of the offensive staff is complete. You mentioned Mike Hart. Things have been a little bit more quiet there. Uh, you know, as far as running backs coach, he's also the run game coordinator. So we'll kind of see what happens there. His contract uh, had expired at the end of this last season. So he's going to need a new contract to coach. And same with uh, a couple of these other guys uh, on the staff, defensive Coaching staff has been moving a little bit slower. Uh, they need a coordinator there to replace Jesse Mitchell. You saw Jay Harbaugh as special teams coordinator and safeties coach. He's off to the Seattle Seahawks to be their special teams coordinator under Mike McDonald, former Michigan D.C., who was with the Ravens the last couple of years. So uh, they need to fill a few of those spots. And uh, right now the name that everybody's talking about and has been reported about for the defensive coordinator job is Joe Cullen, who is the defensive line coach of the Kansas city chiefs. He worked, worked with the Ravens for five years and knows the system could kind of keep that intact. Also a familiar name to lions fans was here, uh, you know, a couple decades ago, nearly at this point. Uh, but that's kind of where it, where it stands. It seems like, and I would imagine, you know, the end of last week was, you know, he was really active making those moves on the offensive side of the football. I think once you get the coordinator intact, which could happen, or maybe if it's Joe Cullen doesn't happen until after the Super Bowl, but this next week from basically here on out, I think we'll see a lot of movement with the defensive staff. And then you got to move into spring ball and you continue to recruit and the recruits want to know who their coordinators are going to be and all that sorts of stuff. So you need to get that ironed out pretty quickly. Clayton Savey for the Wolverine.com joining us. Uh, what's the vibe with recruits when it comes to Sharon Moore replacing Harbaugh? It's been pretty positive. Um, they had their first recruiting weekend over the weekend, you know, since uh, Jim Harbaugh 
was, uh, you know, left the program and Sharon Moore was promoted. It was a smaller group of kids, but it seems like that they've really taken to him well. The guys on the defensive side, though, um, you know, have had questions about who the coordinator is going to be. So you need to get that, again, firmed out. And then you can, you know, be able to, to sell them a little bit more on the vision. But uh, it's been pretty positive. You know, um, a lot of these guys, you know, Sharon Moore recruited anyway when Jim Harbaugh was here, especially guys on the offensive line, guys on the offensive side of the football with him being the coordinator. So it's been pretty positive. Um, you know, and I think, too, Sharon Moore wants to expand the uh, Michigan's recruiting department. That should help as well. Uh, get NIL going a little bit more, uh, which will also help. But, uh, yeah, there's no question. I mean, it's, it's always tough when you lose you know, a legendary type of figure like Jim Harbaugh but I think as far as recruiting goes, Sharon Moore should be able to kind of maintain some of that momentum just because he was one of their top recruiters on staff. Kids are always really excited about him uh, and always have good things to say about him. So I don't think that's going to change with him as the head coach. I think it'll only you know, continue to be a positive. And once things open up again where they can get back on the road and kids can come visit in the spring, I think we'll see more of that buzz you know, continue to grow. I know when you said Joe Cullen, I remember that name when he was a Lions assistant. He was arrested after he drove through a Wendy's drive-through naked. <laughs> that is true. That is true. He's he is recovered. I've read about you know some his uh, recovered from what is there is there some sort of addiction to driving through fast food places naked? Oh, not, not just that, but I guess he did have an alcohol. Problem. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. I'm glad he got through that. Okay. Yep. So I, 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 I just wanted to make sure there wasn't some addiction to driving through fast. Food drive through no, is naked. That's not what I meant. Okay. <laughs> that's my bad. <laughs> okay. Just one. Right, let's go to Dr. Clayton Safey, who's standing by on huge mental health today. Yeah. And I'm no expert, as you know. No. Uh, on anything, really. No, I. Yeah. Dr. Huge. Sure. <laughs> that's me. I know his name. I just, uh, I quickly just yeah. Googled yep. that and that came up. But you know what? That's in the past. I don't think it's anything. He got a job with the Chiefs, and I just, uh, I'm surprised his staff isn't filling up quicker. I really am. And the Mike Hart thing isn't resolved one way or another, and it's lingering out there. Yeah, it's been pretty quiet on his front. I do wonder if you know he's a guy that maybe thought he should have gotten some consideration for Michigan's head coaching job as well. I think Sharon Moore was the name everybody pointed to. Once or or at least that. OC. Or at least OC, right? Yeah, something like that. And I think that, that could be the case, too, with some of the guys that he's trying to retain. On the defensive side as well, if you're a Mike Elston, who's Michigan's defensive line coach, who has been a, a D-line coach and one of the better ones in the country for a long time, he's been at Michigan now for a couple of seasons, played at Michigan, you know, he's probably wondering if he's going to get some sort of promotion like that. Or Steve Klingscale, who's the co-defensive coordinator right now and defensive backs coach, who's done a great job with Michigan's DBs, is, you know, has been pretty well documented. So I think... You know, that's something that's always going to come up, you know, you know, any season you lose a coordinator or whatever it is. But then when you lose your head coach, too, and they promote from within and these guys all have relationships with Sharon Moore and feel like that, you know, he trusts them. Uh, you know, then I think that a lot of them might be looking at w what could be next for them in terms of a promotion, that sort of thing. So I still think that's possible. Um, you know, obviously, they did. They did fill the offensive coordinator position with Kirk Campbell, who's the quarterback coach and has, you know, you know generated pretty rave reviews since he was promoted last year to that spot. I, I was actually in studio with you when that happened. And um, right after the reaction was extremely positive, including from JJ McCarthy and all those guys in the quarterback room, they love him. Uh, but now he's going to run the show on offense. So 
that, I guess, eliminates Mike Hart from that. He is the run game coordinator, as I mentioned earlier, so he still has a pretty big role. Um, but, you know, guys are, are trying to move up, and Mike Hart has, you know, made no, uh, you, know, you know, he's he's made it pretty clear that he wants to be a head coach one day. Uh, so, you know, the next step would be maybe coordinator, um, you know, would he make a jump to the NFL, that sort of thing. Um, so, you know, I think it's it's kind of one of those things where, yeah, you wish it would go a little bit quicker, but I think Sharon Moore has got to get this right more than anything, get the staff together, get the right guys on the, on the bus, and then you can kind of go from there. But certainly keeping guys like Mike Hart and Steve Klingskill and Mike Elston will be really important because that also affects the players who are, you know, have a decision that they could make, whether it's now or after the spring, on what they want to do in the future. His name is Clayton Safey from the Wolverine.com, one of our Michigan insiders checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guests. I appreciate the update, Clayton. We'll talk soon. Sounds good. Have a great week. All right, Clayton Safey joining us on this Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Always use that code HUGE when you sign up. You can bet on the big game Sunday for your new customer. Sign up, use code HUGE, download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, bet five bucks on the big game and you'll get 200 instantly in free bets. Also, if you're a new customer, text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. And when you sign up and use code HUGE, you'll get into the drawing for $1,000 in cash to bet on the big game we're giving away on Wednesday. Courtesy of Marty Board, the Michigan Sports Network, just text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the hole-out challenge, closest to pin contest, and $10,000 long putt. Junior golfers get in free and play the family fun zone. The Golf Show, coming February 9 through 11 to Voss Place, Grand Rapids. Special price Friday tickets at westmichigangolfshow.com. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday, and I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world-famous Tullymore Golf Resort. If you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. If you miss any of our huge opinions, interviews, hours, or full shows, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They are an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, and the big game is happening on Sunday. Here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up and new customers. Then can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Just use code HUGE. When you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app, it is a Moneyline Monday on the Huge Show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin our number two on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer inside this hour. Ant Wright will join us. He knows hoops. We'll get his thoughts on Juwan Howard. Will it get better? Could it even get lower than what it is right now? Tim Stout on Tom Izzo in Michigan State. Will they be a dangerous team in the NCAA tournament? Looking at the Big Ten, I think Purdue is worthy of a one seed. State could play their way into seven seed. They're probably, I think I saw them on the 11 line. Maybe a 10 now. They could play themselves to a seven. Big Ten is crazy. Nebraska can be scary and scary good at times. Illinois seems to be getting things locked down. Wisconsin, solid. We're less than a month before March. So Stout will talk Michigan State 
basketball here in about 20 minutes. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com. Latest on Sharon Moore and his thoughts on the future of Howard. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. You can join in our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Eight days later, is it any better for you? The Lions not in the Super Bowl. It isn't for me, but I'm asking you, the audience, because we're all in this together. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. I did share Brad Holmes met the media today, went off on some media members about they wanted a quarterback and he drafted Sewell. I I don't see where that fits. The one thing I did like that Tim Twentyman tweeted out, and I agree with this, and I don't think any of us have felt this was a Cinderella team or one-hit wonder. We understand the way it's been built, but... Holmes, quote, did say today, it's only going to get better. He said this year wasn't a one-off or the Lions or one-off for the Lions or a Cinderella story. This is the new standard. It's real. I Who, who said they're a Cinderella story? I, I have not read or heard that anywhere in this state or nationally, that the Lions will never get back there. The only person that said it would be tough to get back there was Dan Campbell. And then he goes off on draft some in the media. Detroit media said draft a quarterback. They took Sewell. Hey, we all know Panay's as good as anybody right now in the game. Any old lineman. I think what I heard from watching the video and audio of Brad Holmes today, he's like a lot of us. He is ultra frustrated still that they led 24-7 in the NFC Championship game, that they're not a fluke, they're not a one-off. They were better than the Niners for the first 30 minutes. Maybe you could make the argument for the first 37 and a half minutes of that game, and they blew it. They flat-out blew it as a team, not just on Reynolds, not just on Campbell. They blew it. And Holmes has that look, that look that a lot of your friends and family and coworkers that I have that just creeps out of nowhere where you're like, man, we were right there. So I'm not going to read too much into it. He gets a right to vent. We all vent. You vet as fans with Twitter, Facebook, your coworkers, your family. I vent every day, three until six on the huge show across Michigan. So if you want to join in, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That is on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank is a Michigan-based bank with locations all across Michigan. Now, I will tell you, if you've listened to this show going back to October into early November, I have told everybody that when Martelli was coaching, I said, you know what, man, this team... Has a different look, feel. And then when Howard came back, and God bless him getting through the heart condition, they just didn't seem the same. So I'm like, okay, you got to adjust. You've been with this coach. You got this coach. And 
You had a lot of transfers. You lost Dickinson. And this team at times, you'd say, okay, they're starting to get it together. And then a, a constant pattern was late in games after halftime. They would just collapse and fold, and we've seen it big the last month or so, especially what happened to lowly Rutgers. You just can't do that. So now the question is, can Juwan Howard get this team back up in season and also moving forward? Ant Wright, it's Ant Wright, by the way, uh, on Twitter, uh, Full Ride Network. Uh, he is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line, and Ant is a straight shooter, tell like it is guy. I love it, and I love the photos and videos of the son ever since he's been born, watching that athleticism develop. But, uh, Ant, things are serious with Juwan right now. And I, how do they get better? Hey, thanks for having me on, man. Um, how do they get better? Um, Got to start by playing more guys. Um, I think one of the biggest parts of the second half being so of being so down uh, maybe be part of the fact that they only play about five guys over 15 minutes. Um, they've they've got to play more people. Um, I'm surprised that they haven't played guys like Yusuf Kayat or George Washington the third more, uh, especially on the road. Um, we saw at the end of the Purdue game, George Washington the third came in the game and he was aggressive and he was, you know, playing with playing with the playing with the spark like he's like like he still cared and I don't think he's played since. Um, I don't under I don't I don't understand that. Um, I'm not sure if you know guys are completely checked out, but you know this is this is a team where they should never be where they are right now. Um, we kind of see where they are in terms of um, where they are. In games where we see their first half and they're winning, nobody's surprised, and they end up losing, and nobody's surprised. You know, they're the, I believe they are, they're like negative 113 in the second half in Big Ten play. Um, That is the worst by far. When I say by far, I mean it's not even close. To the next team, it's not even close. Um, I think Ohio State is like minus seventy-four. That's like the other team minus seventy-four. There's an Indiana's minus twenty-five, and then you know it. It just it just doesn't make sense. And in the first half, they're the fourth best team in the conference. Fourth best team in the conference. Um. This team doesn't really adjust very well. Um, they don't adjust on the fly very well. At halftime, they don't adjust very well. Um, when when the other teams get their run of like 10, 12, 14 points, it it, it happens every single game, and it's it's almost it's so hard to get momentum back. It's so hard to fight back, especially when. Especially when you know you only play a certain amount of guys to fight back, and like guys are extremely tired. They're extremely tired in the game. So, can this team do something this year? In my opinion, no. 
Um, their best bet is to be the best Big Ten team over four days at the at the Big Ten tournament, and that's what it's going to come come down to. So, uh, in terms of wrapping up our conversation about Michigan, how much is on coaching? How much is on transfers in a, a melting pot culture that just isn't clicking? And how much is just on talent not good enough for this level? How would you break down those three things? I wouldn't. I would not include talent because I think that they have a top five player at two positions. Um, they have the most efficient offensive player in the country. Um, they have um, Terrence Williams hasn't shot well in the last couple games, but you know he's been one of the better shooters in the league um, this season. Namari um, Burnett, you know, he is more of a wing, not really a shooting guard, but. Um, you know, he's he's very solid as, like, a third, fourth option. Terrace Reed is kind of coming to his own to be a solid guy who can get you 13 and, like, eight boards. It's not a talent thing. It's really not. Um, people would put Doug as a top-five point guard, I, I believe, in the league, and they would put Olivier Kamwa as the top-five power forward in the league. Not talent. I think it has everything to do with um, has everything to do with. I think it is a bit of coaching. Um, he said has to do with coaching. Uh, thinks it's a bit of culture and uh, the chemistry is just not there. But what kind of got me was uh, he said the other day after the game he was like, you know, my offense works and this works and all that, and he referenced former teams and. I'm sitting here thinking, like, this team doesn't really mirror those teams at all. And I'm looking around the league at guys like Brad Underwood, um, guys like Fred Hoiberg especially. Those two guys literally had to change their entire philosophy um, throughout them being in the Big Ten. Had to completely change it. And they continuously adjusted um, you can't just stick with the same thing that worked three or four years ago when the makeup of those teams were completely different than what you have now. You know, so uh, you can't really rest on your laurels there. I think you got to find what's going to work with this team. You know, like, like how is this team going to get it done? How is this team going to be better? And I've, you know, you can't be stubborn, especially not in this league that's very well scouted. If you're in a league that's very well scouted and the league is, you know, seeing who they, they, they already know what you do, but you're not doing it with the right personnel. It's just a double whammy, you know? And um, yeah, so I would chalk it up to, um, a lot of coaching, yeah. not a lot of adjustments. I agree. Um, that all goes. Just, that, all, that all goes right back to coaching. I, I agree with you. Uh, Ant right. Uh, it's Ant right on Twitter. Full ride network. Dude knows hoops. My man, I got to grab a break here. Coming up on the network. Always good to hear your voice, man. And good luck to your son. I love the videos. I appreciate it. Have a good one. All right. Yeah, Ant right. He, I and I. I do have to. Tell you about DraftKings and get to a break, but he was. I, I think he likes Howard. You don't want to just pile on the coach, but 
He kept talking about coaching adjustments. Everything he was saying was going right back to the coaching. Michigan needs to move on from Juwan Howard after this season. They have to. And if you're going to try and compare it to when Harbaugh should have been shown the door, then Juwan can take half the pay like Harbaugh did and go earn a new deal or a new job somewhere else after he would win three straight Big Ten championships and the national championship. Speaking of championships, NFL championship. It's called the Super Bowl. It's coming up on Sunday in Vegas. If you're not a DraftKings customer, you need to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet on the big game this Sunday and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Also with DraftKings Same Game Parlays, everyone has a shot at even a bigger win during Super Bowl 58. Just string together multiple bets from the big game for a shot at your payday being even sweeter. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. And like I said, new customers then can bet 5 bucks on the big game to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, and only when you sign up with Code Huge. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Slash football terms. Tim Stout, Stout on sports, his thoughts on the Super Bowl, the Lions, and also an update on Tom Izzo and Michigan State Hoops. He'll join us from Lansing in our next segment. You can answer our Flying Ace Whiskey huge question of the day. A little less than eight days after that crushing loss of the Lions, in the NFC Championship game, are you over it? You can join in 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, and opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. If you're a new customer getting ready to sign up at DraftKings, text DraftKings one word to 21000. You then can sign up and have a shot at $1,000 you could win Wednesday night that you could use for the big game on Sunday. Courtesy of Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network, just text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Hole Out Challenge, Closest to Pin Contest, and $10,000 Long Putt. Junior golfers get in free and play the Family Fun Zone. The Golf Show, coming February 9 through 11 to Voss Place, Grand Rapids. Special price party tickets at westmichigangolfshow.com.
Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday, and I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world-famous Tullymore Golf Resort. If you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sports, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friends from Urban U. Now, they are Michigan's most trusted med spa. Four locations across the state. One in Northville, three in the West Michigan area. And we have a huge giveaway from our friends at Urban U. Nicole told me about healthy skin as a mirror of a healthy body. Urban U Skin Health Giveaway will be one glow-to facial oxygen hydration plus one Skin Vibe treatment, the first and only injectable facial rejuvenation treatment designed to add hydration directly into the skin with results that last up to six months. Now, this prize would be for Valentine's Day for a couple. You can win it. Just be listening to The Huge Show for your cue to call and be lucky caller 14, and you'll qualify for that couples package from Urban U. Four locations, one in Northville, three in West Michigan. For the one close to you, go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Chris Ballas and Wolverine.com will join us coming up later. Get his thoughts on Juwan Howard. Will it get better before it gets even worse with Michigan basketball? Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com in about an hour. It'll be interesting with Coach Smith and signing day two tomorrow. Is that important, short-term, in Coach Smith's first year, or is it getting that 2025 class going for December? Plus, Cobb's thoughts on this Michigan State basketball team. I I think with their seniors, with the young players improving, and Izzo's track record, they could be a scary tournament team. Just the way I feel watching them, if they can put 40 minutes together, they just disappear. And they were awesome in that second half, but they will just disappear. You can join in on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. 
at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I'm getting a lot of DMs and text about Holmes' comments. Yeah, he told the media, stick it. Sewell was the right pick. He was confrontational, which caught me off guard. He did say they're not a one-hit wonder. Wasn't a fluke. I agree with that. And I don't think anybody has looked at this Lions team and said, ah, you know what? That was our only shot. Closest to that was Campbell right after the game, what he told the media last Sunday night. I think it's just frustration because I still feel it. When I see a highlight of the Niners, when they're talking about unhappy with their practice field or getting ready for the Chiefs or Taylor Swift and Kelsey, which, by the way, the Grammys, I didn't see it live. I watched it on Twitter. Someone tweeted it. There was some good stuff during that music awards last night. The duet on Fast Car was just phenomenal stuff, really powerful. That's the best thing about music, man. I think when music is an anthem about your life or your experiences or just about dreaming and chasing things, that's when it hits home. And I I don't care what the genre is. I don't care if it's hip-hop, rap, country, heavy metal, whatever it is. That's why music is so wonderful and powerful and needed. Luke Combs, he didn't have a hat on. He was the first, they almost had to stop the Grammy Awards last night, the first country musician without a baseball cap on in nine years during a show. <laughs> I wonder what his genre of music is. I never asked Tim Stout, Stout on sports from our affiliate, the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing. You hear Stout weekday mornings at 10 a.m. The Huge Show is live weekday afternoons at 3 so, Tim, what's your go-to music when you're feeling in a good mood? Uh, I like uh, Neil Diamond and Simon and Garfunkel. It's a little dated, but that's what I like. Hey, it doesn't matter what you like. Music, the beauty of it, you can like what you want to. It can be dated. It can be new. It can be fresh. Sure, it, it can be, you know, with guys that wear adult depends, but I don't care. It's your choice. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the older you get, you know, you don't tell your kids what you listen to, although they know. And, I mean, I like some of the classical stuff. I meet last week called the ABBA music, okay? Um, and then there's sometimes in the car where I just listen to you and I don't listen to music at all because you're harmonious. Although my spies told me while I was out of town last week that you did not take the NFC game a week ago Sunday night very well. That's what I'm told. I'm still, you know what, and that is a fact, Tim, I won't deny it, but even (laughs) even almost eight days afterwards, uh, it still bothers me. And I think watching uh, the sound bites during the last break of Holmes with the press, how combative he was, how angry he looked, I think it's still bothering him. And I think it's going to bother anybody, fans, Lions, front office, ownership, it's going to bother everybody maybe forever. Even if you win one, it will take away the sting, but then you'll think that should have been our second. Well, I think what makes it tough, Bill, is because I think they were in such a tremendous position to win it. I mean, they you know, they were, they were right there to win the thing. And uh, 
And where I was, it was amazing to me. I was in South Florida the next day outside the hotel. I'm listening to people just talk amongst themselves. And and all they were talking about was, gee, could you believe how the Lions let that get away last night? Why didn't that guy kick two field goals and blah, 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 the whole deal? I think, I think the issue is not, gee, they came so close or whatever. It's not only did they come close. They were there to win the game. And, and you know, I mean, look, play calling is controversial. George Perlis used to say all the time, and I always agreed with him, whatever you do in a game that you coach, if you win, you did the right thing. And if you lost, then you didn't do the right thing. Simplistic as that sounds, I tend to agree with that. Had they won the game, then you would have said there wasn't any controversy on some of those calls, play calls, because they overcame that or whatever, and they won the game. But I think what frustrates Lions, first of all, because they were so close, because they had so much national attention through the year. I mean, let's be honest. They they had tremendous national attention because they were a great story, given their background. Understandable. And then at halftime, you thought to yourself, these guys, these guys are going to the Super Bowl. There's no way they're going to lose this. And if you'd have told me at halftime, I would have unloaded whatever I could bet. There's no way San Francisco scores 27 unanswered points. There's no way that happens. But it did. And I think that's where the burn of the thing is. It reminds me on a Michigan State level of that first Big Ten championship game with Wisconsin went on fourth down of 1,000 yards. Russell Wilson hit one. They scored. And then State had a punt return call back. And out of nowhere, when it was all done, it was 42-30. to Wisconsin won it. Wisconsin went to the Rose Bowl. Well, that was before State's Rose Bowl of the year. The point being that it wasn't so much that you might have won and came close and had a great year and it stopped short. It's that there, a player two lets it get away. Uh, you know, I mean, you can remember in some of the Super Bowls down near the goal line, play makes it or not. Atlanta blowing a big lead against uh, Brady and the Patriots, okay, late in the fourth quarter. I mean, I guess that's the the essence of sports and certainly this sport because of how difficult it was. This would have been, in my opinion, just as frustrating had Alabama beat Michigan in the overtime, had they've gone in and scored and then won the game in the next overtime, but it just, it didn't happen, but that's, that's sports, that's football. But the classic was, Fred told me, because I was a guest on my own show, he says, huge is not taking the loss well. <laughs> <laughs> he says, we listened, he says, I'm just telling you, he's not taking the loss well. I said, I'm trying to picture that, and I'm trying to picture, I mean, look, can you imagine what the gasps must have been when that game ended on Sunday night around the state of Michigan, let alone mm. the country? Of how this because there must have been a lot of people who weren't otherwise Lions fans, but they were rooting for them. San Francisco's been there all the time. They're the home team. They didn't play all that great. Alliance, you know, give them a break. They haven't won anything, and here they are. I mean, it, I, I mean, I can understand all the frustration. You know, I, I mean, I my own personal opinion is I just cannot believe that he didn't kick those two field goals and given himself even a bit. They lost by three, and that cost him six. But again, it's easy to Monday morning quarterback afterwards. I get the fourth down stuff early in the season or the middle of the season. If it doesn't work, you play next week. But in this one, then, they were so close mm-hmm. um, to getting this done. But I guess Holmes is trying to reassess. And I see Sheila Hamp. She sent a letter today to all the season ticket holders and all that. And I do agree with Campbell, Bill. I think it's going to be tougher next year. They only get eight home games. The schedule gets ramped up, and the NFC North, to me, looks like it's going to be much tougher. And they've got to re-sign the key free agents that they have. So there's four issues right there 
that will make it a challenge for them next year. Because the NFL, to me, is brilliant in trying to get parity across the board. And that parity helped the Lions, in my opinion, these last two years go from Campbell's 0-10 start to a winning season last year and just a couple points away from the Super Bowl this year. And that was my point, Tim, that Holmes, what I heard with him, John, with the media, and this isn't a Cinderella story in his tone, he's as frustrated as everybody. Yeah, last Monday you were out of town, but... Yeah, I I talked about sitting. I drove through four different fast food places and just sat and ate uh, in the parking lot. Like, just I I there's no laws, nothing. And I'm 62, may look 42, but there's no loss that has ever. I'm talking sports, not life. Uh, there's no sports loss that's ever affected me in the way it still does. I mean it. I'm not depressed. It's, my mental health is fine, but my sports fandom has suffered a a Rocky Balboa-like blow, and uh, we'll see. I did say this earlier, Timmy, that I believe San Francisco will win on Sunday, and when they win, I believe the NFL kickoff game, because the Lions have been a great draw this year, going back to last year in the Sunday night football win over the Packers, can you imagine the offseason storyline that the first NFL game is revenge and a rematch with the Lions at the Niners? Well, there'll be look, the Lions are going to be a storyline across the NFL now indefinitely just simply because of the and the draft is in Detroit. So that's going to, you know, that's just going to heighten the focus even up even more so on Detroit. Look, I think there's 32 teams, 31 of them don't win the Super Bowl every single year. And I would think it's tough if you get there and you haven't won it very often, if at all. And then you get there and it's a close game and you lost. You came up a little bit short. I mean, it's the frustration of the essence of sports, especially football, because so much goes into it. And these guys have been going at it since last July in the preseason, which just seems like eons ago. I would think the frustration for some of those players has got to be even more massive because it's so hard to win the thing, and then you came so close, and you don't know if you're going to be back and win it again. You could get injured. It could be on a bad team. You know, all that sort of thing. I I think America would have really got into this Super Bowl had the Lions played uh, Kansas City again. But because it was the start of the season, it would have been the end of the season. Because to me, they'll all watch the Super Bowl. Everybody does. But San Francisco, Kansas City, they've been there before. They both, they, you know, they've all been there. It's not, it just isn't, when you get a newcomer in there, you know, like Detroit, the, America would have rooted for Detroit, let's be honest. They, and Detroit never gets anybody to root for them in anything. But, but they were rooting for the Lions. You know, everybody said it's a great feel good story. I, I can understand. I can understand your frustration. I mean, I've seen this through sports all the time. Is it one of the all-time losses in Detroit? Sure, it is. I never thought that. You know, the other thing, Bill, when that game started, everybody's a little tense. You know, now we're on the road. Now we're playing San Francisco, and they went through them on that first series like a hot knife through butter. And you thought, man, these guys are ready. They're ready to play. They, you know, they, they've gone through them. They're, they, and then when it's twenty-four to seven, San Francisco hadn't shown anything. But you know, trying to explain sports is almost to me mm. like trying to explain politics. You just can't. I don't want to make you feel worse, but but I, I don't know how else to explain it or how else to comment. I think we're going to start with, uh, and we'll get Fred involved. The Monday afternoon pick me up uh, with uh, Fred and Tim. Uh, before I let you go, the one of the reasons I wanted to touch base 
You said it like three weeks ago. Watch this Michigan State team. The schedule will set up for them to get things right and make a run with all the games they would be favored in. And I watched their second half uh, spurt. I still would like to see more 40-minute games from this team, but they look like they're going to make the NCAA tournament. And you get a team with a bunch of seniors and young guys getting better and Izzo and his staff and their March experience. They may be an interesting or interesting team to watch come tourney time. Well, this is a big week. I mean, they got to play Minnesota on the road tomorrow night, and I'm telling you, Bill, that thing is going to be a gut buster for them to go up there and win. Not that they can't do it, but I don't think many, you know Minnesota didn't have its point guard. They had 19 turnovers at the Breslin Center, and the game was tied with four minutes to go. <laughs> Excuse me, and then Minnesota missed too many shots. Then they get Illinois at home. And when they lost there, Illinois' best player, you know, he was ineligible. Now he's got a court order and he's playing. State can win both of them, but th- these two, to me, are going to be if they if they lose the two, then I'm then I'm a little bit more dubious. I don't see him losing the two. I think they're both going to be just really close games. And to your point, they got to play longer stretches, in my opinion, consistently well. They can't go through spurts like they did against Michigan when they're down 18 to 9. Now, Michigan's different. They could easily come back at home, which they did. But Minnesota on the road and Illinois at home, to me, these are, these are big games this week. I can't imagine if they win the two, they won't be ranked next week. They're unranked today, and I wasn't sure about that, but they're still unranked. And I thought if they win these two, you have to believe these guys at the moment anywhere among the top 25 teams in the country. But they're going to be tough games, I think, this week, including the Illinois home game as well, because Illinois has got athletes. Illinois matches up well with them. And again, both these teams had key players who didn't play the first time around. Now they're playing against State this week, so we'll see. Yeah, I just I have this little Izzo, you know, marching towards March vibe that, you know, I'm not saying they're going to get to the Final Four or win this thing, but they, they could win a couple of games, get to the Sweet 16. We'll wait and see, and I agree with you. This is a big week. Tim Stout, Stout on Sports, weekday mornings at 10 a.m. on the game, 7.30 a.m. in Lansing, also TV guy, Lansing State Journal. Huge show is back live weekdays at 3 in Lansing on a.m. 7.30. Timmy, uh, we will talk soon. Good, Bill. Hang in there. Talk to you soon. Appreciate it. And we'll uh, enjoy the show with you moving forward. Yeah, Fred down there. Good guys. Some people enjoy my misery because that that was a gut punch loss. And I heard it today with Brad Holmes and his look on his face and just frustrated. As Campbell told the team, you don't get a lot of these chances. It was sitting right there. And if they go to the Super Bowl, they beat the Chiefs to start the season in Arrowhead. No guarantees, but man, that was a Woodward Avenue celebration. Just about 90 minutes away from happening of football playing time. You want to join in eight days, almost eight days later. Where are you at in that game? It's our Flying Ace Whiskey, huge question of the day. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. 
Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks Checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone. From Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new food district. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday. Presented by DraftKings. Always use that code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers in that download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code HUGE when they sign up. Can bet just five bucks on the Super Bowl Sunday and you'll get 200 instantly in free bets. That's only for new customers. 
And only when you use code HUGE. Like I said, just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use that code HUGE when you sign up. And new customers can bet just $5 to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. That's wagering on Super Bowl 58, only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. An official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58. And that's only when you use code HUGE to sign up. The crown is yours. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms. Man, this Ben Johnson drama. I don't get it. Washington commander saying he didn't interview well, according to sources. And Johnson said there are a bunch of basketball guys he didn't feel comfortable with it after thinking about it. Called him. Yeah, they were en route to Detroit. And he's not interested. End of story. Let's be honest. Nobody was interested in the Washington commander's job to be their head coach. They ended up settling on Dan Quinn. And now they get Cliff Kingsbury in as their offensive coordinator. They do have football guys, including Magic Johnson, who's one of the owners. He didn't feel comfortable. And I believe with Ben Johnson, with the emotion of GM Brad Holmes today, that loss could be rocket fuel for this franchise to get back to that NFC title game and win it sooner than later. But Twitter needs a storyline. Everybody wants to keep the Lions conversation going. Oh, my God. He didn't interview well. Oh, this could be held against him because he called the team when they're en route. Case closed. Story over. Johnson, Glenn, staying. Unfinished business. I think that almost replaces all grit. Hashtag unfinished business. Get the t-shirt, Superfly. We're making millions. Now, if you miss any of my huge opinions, interviews, hours, full shows, our podcast are free, and we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, Amazon, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts and catch up and listen on your schedule. Big. Bad. Huge. following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Moneyline Monday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. They are an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58, and the big game is happening on Sunday. Here's what you need to do. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use code HUGE when you sign up and new customers. Then can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Just use code HUGE when you sign up after downloading the DraftKings Sportsbook app. It is a Moneyline Monday on the HUGE show across Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? 
It's time for The Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, The Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, The Huge One, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is our number three on a Moneyline Monday presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Big game is here on Sunday. DraftKings, official sports betting partner, Super Bowl 58. I'm still having a tough time getting into it. Oh, that was Lions, man. Not only NFC Championship, but Super Bowl ring and... Can you imagine what it'd be like right now if the Lions were in the Super Bowl? Just think about that. Don't close your eyes if you're driving. Just think about it. It is part of our Flying Ace Whiskey. Huge question of the day. Less than eight days in. Does it still hurt? Sting. You can answer that question on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. We also talked about Juwan Howard. I don't see how Michigan basketball gets any better with him running the program. They have to move on after this season. Chris Ballas and the Wolverine.com. Latest on Michigan hoops and football. Also signing day. Two. They got the December one, and what used to be the only signing day is on Wednesday, but most of the big boy schools have that covered. Superfly and I were putting together the signing day two recruiting show. We like to update the schools. That was a disaster meeting. Yeah, they have two signing days. We'll update our audience on Michigan, Michigan State, the in-state schools where kids are going. Parents can give a shout-out where somebody has committed. Coaches can do it. We do that every year on signing day. You can always join the show, like I said, on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank of Michigan Base Bank. So that means they have a ton of locations all across the state, and your money stays here in the state, and their personal and business banking decision makers are right here in Michigan. Everybody wins. Oh, I just can't. All these stories. I get it's a Super Bowl, but with the Lions blowing that 24-7 lead, it's killing me. Just killing me. By far the biggest sports loss of my life. Nothing's even close. Nothing. I told you last week the top five sports losses emotionally for me in my life. Lions blowing the 24-7 halftime lead. Lions 91 championship game at RFK. Getting crushed by... The Redskins, Wayne Fonts was a horrible coach. Tigers 2006, 
in Tigers 2013 ALCS. And then when my son Ace and his eight of Forest Hills Eastern football team lost in the final 30 seconds, 22-14 to Grand Rapids South Christian, who went on to the state title game and lost on the last play to Harper Woods. That was a gut punch because I felt for my kid. I felt for all those players, seniors, coaches. I, I knew what they put into that season. Their offseason is underway like a lot of programs right now. That was tough. That was a two-weeker. I think this one will be, like, longer. This might – the Tigers blowing the World Series bother me because I've always said with Leland, it's nothing personal. He left at least – Two World Series celebrations on the table. At least two. He did. I'm telling you. He did. I'm not going to debate that. Let's go to Brian in Grand Rapids listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station. You're on the Huge Show. Hey, how you doing? Uh, I want to give my opinion on your uh, topic of the day. I've been a Lions fan for 55 years, and... uh, we know what kind of heartache and that's all gone through. But uh, the day after, I was feeling really, really bad, and I was really down. And I have two um, a son and a daughter that are both in the military. And on that same day, uh, Sunday, three of our soldiers died in Jordan. And I think it really put it in perspective for me, you know, that – while was sad the Lions lost, this is just a game. You know, there are people that lost their lives. And I, for me, at least, in, in my situation, it just brought home what's really important and what what we think is important sometimes just isn't that important. And Brian, thank you so much for the perspective. And I want to thank your son and daughter for serving our country. I get it. That's why I said sports loss. I I separate that. There, There's a crushing side to – your team losing, and it does nothing to even stand in the same year, lifetime, with a personal loss. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just talking sports loss. But uh, thank you uh, for the call, and thanks to your family for protecting America. Mike and Lansing listening on the game, 7.30 a.m. You're on the Huge Show. Hello. Um if you touched on this, uh, I apologize. I just turned it on a few minutes ago. Um, you were mentioning that you thought that U of M needs to move on from Juwan Howard. Yes. In in your opinion, who would be three or four candidates that you think mm-hmm. would be uh, a good choice to replace him? Uh, I'd go with uh, Fife, who was let go by Indiana because Woodson's a horrible coach. He didn't want anybody smarter than him in the locker room or at practice. Fife would be a good guy. Mm, trying to think who else would be at top of the list. Beeline isn't going back to coach. Man, all these coaches are getting out. They really are. There aren't a lot of options. You know, would a Jay Wright want to come back? I don't think so. I, I, I got to digest that one. That's a good, great question. Thank you from Lansing. Chris Ballas of the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider standing by. We're ready to talk John Howard, Michigan Hoops, and also an update on Sharon Moore. Second signing day, the recruiting trail all around the country. Uh, the additional coaches being added. How you doing, Chris? Doing great, Billy. Thanks. Man, uh, 
I don't know what to say about almost expecting Michigan to blow it in the second half now of every game they play. If they lead at halftime, you're like, oh, it's over. Like even the state game, they shot over 60%. They're up two. I said state will come back and win this game easily, and they did. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, one guy on press row, when Michigan was up nine at halftime, uh, bet on the live money line on whatchamacallit, on uh, Rutgers, and uh, and one, I think it was plus 390. Uh, easiest money people have ever ever made this year, betting against Michigan in the second half. And um, you know what? That Michigan State game, you know, they, they it's dumb mistakes at the end of halves. They get up, and then all of a sudden, you know, they start playing YMCA ball or something, and, and they let teams right back into the game. They had 19 turnovers, Bill. 15 offensive rebounds against against Rutgers, a team that was number 300 in offensive efficiency in Ken Palm heading into the game, and I think they scored 40 points in the second half. That's unacceptable. And then you see the coach uh, starting to point fingers a little bit. He got mad at Nick Stauskas, former Michigan All-American, for pointing some fingers at the guys a couple weeks ago. Uh, and then all of a sudden, that's exactly what happened on Saturday. It was, okay, these guys have to have pride, and he's right. But at the same time, there are so many flaws with the coaching as well that it's hard to understand fully what the problem is but they don't they make the same mistakes on defense uh, these guys just don't seem to like each other or don't play well together and part of it you know I'll go back to that incident with the strength coach John Sanderson who's beloved by many of those kids uh, you know they couldn't mend fences there he's not back with the program and he questioned the culture and ever since then it seems like these guys are kind of looking at each other and you know out of the side of their eyes and aren't trusting each other and it's just a disaster. They have more talent. They have enough talent to be at least competitive in a lot of the games they're losing and to not be the last place team in the Big Ten and, frankly, an embarrassment from where this program was several years ago. I don't see how you bring back Juwan Howard for next year, but Ward Manuel, you know, 10 days ago, nine days ago, you know, open public support for uh, Juwan. And here's Juwan, though, dealing with from his high school days to the Fab Five to his professional playing days to – being an NBA coach to his kids always doing well. He hasn't had a lot of basketball adversity in his life. And look what he's dealing with right now. I just, I'll say this honestly, and I've said it for a while. I just don't think he's a good X's and O's coach. I thought they looked better with Martelli as a head coach earlier this year when he was coming back from the medical condition. And I, I believe it's just time to move on. They gave it a shot. It didn't work. And you figure out who is the right fit in Michigan. Yeah, exactly. And that's going to be tough. But there is no guarantee. I don't know what Ward Manuel is going to do. That's his hire. And he is a legend, right? Juwan Howard is a Michigan legend. So is he going to give him, you know, more, a little bit more leeway? I I don't know. I don't know how you can. And, And it's a tough spot, right? Because number one, if he does, for example, come back and, and, you know, make a run next year and make the tournament, he's in the last year of his contract. So then basically he's in another prove it year, uh, in, in after that. So, um, and playing basically for his, his contract life again. So, uh, to me, it just seems like the best course of action would be to say, okay, we've agreed that we're going to go our separate ways. Maybe Juwan Howard goes on to the NBA. You know, he was really, you could tell how upset he was in his post-game press conference and saying this stuff works and everything else, but it's not working. And he's basically had one year an outlier. Uh, every other year was, you know, 10 and 10 in the big 10 in his first season uh, that got cut short by COVID. They went through a stretch where they lost four games. They started off like gangbusters and the culture was intact and they looked outstanding but they faded, and then they lost three of their last four, and were limping into the postseason 
at 19 and 12. And then, you know, you had the Elite Eight year. They were lucky to make the tournament the following year. And then the last two years have been a disaster. So this is, I mean, last place in the Big Ten at Michigan, Bill, is unacceptable. And, I mean, frankly, 10th place or 9th place in the Big Ten at a place like Michigan is borderline unacceptable. So they've got to do something here. Uh, am I confident that that's the direction they'll go? I really am not. And I can't really, I can't say for sure that that's the, what they'll do. But uh, in terms of who's next, you know, people have been talking about T.J. Otzelberger at Iowa State and Porter Moser at Oklahoma. You know what? You have to have a strong NIL program, too, to compete in this day and age, and I don't think Michigan's there either. So I think a lot of these names that are being thrown out there are just pipe dreams from the fan base. It's, it's a mess right now, and it doesn't look like there's really any easy fix. Well, let's remember that Michigan basketball doesn't support the other sports. It would be Michigan football that does that. Let's shift sure. gears and talk about uh, Sharon Moore. Uh, your thoughts on uh, this quick time frame and taking over for Harbaugh, how he's done, what's the connection to high school coaches, families, and recruits, and when is he going to fill up the remaining spots on his coaching staff? Yeah, I think he's going to be uh, a great recruiter. I don't, I don't know that um, uh, you know it's going to show right away. I think there are a few things that have to happen. Number one, the NIL has to be better. Uh, and that's going to be big. And he said he's going to be at the forefront of that, and he's going to be very aggressive as a head coach on the recruiting trail. He said that's something that we absolutely need to do and that anybody who coaches well does at this level. So I fully expect him to be a better recruiter, um, number one. Uh, in terms of who his coordinators are going to be, obviously Kirk Campbell was elevated to, to offensive coordinator, which is what we were expecting. It sounds like Dylan Roney was, is heading uh, – he was – really instrumental in helping coach the outside linebackers at Michigan uh, is moving on to Los Angeles with Jim Harbaugh. We thought he might be a candidate to fill the linebackers position. And he's really a, a good young name. He was also at Ferris state. It's interesting how many of these guys from Ferris state and Tony Anissa's staff that Michigan has been interested in. Steve Kasula is a guy that we've heard is probably going to join the staff as the tight ends coach that's coming from uh, people close to the tight ends at Michigan. So he was also at Ferris State and was instrumental in helping them win games. Um, he's a UMass grad, I believe. So uh, it's going to be a young staff. They're going to be, I think, all of them at this point, less than 42, uh, other than guys like Mike Elston. And they've got a fight to keep him. He's a defensive line coach, and we've heard that he's got an offer from Jim Harbaugh to join him with the L.A. Chargers. And if Jay Harbaugh is actually going to Seattle, as we're being is being reported, then it's going to be uh, there's going to be an opening maybe for a defensive backs coach to keep an eye on Steve Klingscale. So the sooner they lock these guys up, the better because these are guys that were instrumental in this run last year, and they really need these guys as veterans on the staff, in my opinion. Uh, have they talked about any spring ball timetable in Sharon Moore's first spring season as no. head coach? Nope, nothing yet. Uh, Jim Harbaugh did say they were going to start late because of the national championship. Think about this, Bill. We're seven months away from the opener only. Wow. <laughs> Crazy how long that yeah, how long that uh, season lasted. But uh, they are going to go a bit, little bit later, and then you're going to have to deal with the portal uh, at the end of April and hope to keep all your guys. This week's going to be about getting these kids signed to NIL deals and convincing them to stay. Guys like Mason Graham and Kenneth Grant on the D-line. Colston Loveland is in high demand, and he's uh, obviously an elite tight end. So Will Johnson... As a Michigan legacy, we don't think he's going anywhere, but you're going to have to 
up your price for a lot of these guys and really give them some NIL opportunities that they haven't had. So uh, people are really coming out after them and with huge amounts of money and speaking to the guys at the Champion Circle Collective. So that's really the key right now. I would expect really the spring game will probably be much later in April. It's been earlier in April these last few years, but uh, they're giving them some time off and they've got to get acclimated to the new strength coach, Justin Truss, and everything else before they can really start to concentrate on spring football. Speaking of uh, the spring, you mentioned the transfer portal. The good news is there doesn't seem to be a lot of names right now that are thinking about leaving Sharon Moore's squad. Right, exactly. And um, you know what? It's But you don't know, and, and that's the thing. You just don't know until, until it all sorts itself out. So it's going to be – it's not going to be settled for a while, uh, I think, uh, but this is a, a huge week. You know, we've heard, we'd heard last week that Mike Elson was going to make a decision – uh, by the end of the day on Thursday, and we're hoping that's the case and that no news is good news. He's been out on the road recruiting, but these kids, too, uh, a lot of it depends with them on what their coaches do. So uh, that's where you gotta get you got to get these guys all on the same page. After it was announced that Ben Herbert was leaving, Bill, the uh, strength coach, uh, a lot of the kids were talking for our sources in the room saying, look, you know, uh, we're losing all our coaches here. we got to start looking at out for ourselves a little bit, and can't be playing here at a discount anymore. So, uh, again, it's going to be a big weekend and a, a big week really for them. Uh, it's probably sit down with their parents. I don't think any of these kids want to leave, and they are instrumental, obviously, in what happened here in, in building the culture. But now they really have got to get theirs, and uh, there's really no excuse for it for them not to. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider, joining us on the Rose Stumber Coffee guest line. Uh, signing day two is Wednesday. Most of the big boy schools have their classes put together, but uh, with a coaching change, you're trying to keep guys, work them. What's the latest on Wednesday signing day for Michigan football? Yeah, going to be quiet. Um, and they've been out trying to land some kids in the later period. It doesn't look like that's going to happen. And I think more mainly just the 2025 guys is what they're looking at now and uh, making some inroads with them. And they've done that. They've done a really nice job. Of, um, of really getting into the schools of some top 100 kids. Uh, Tavian Banks' son is uh, somewhere in, I think it was Illinois. I put up a picture of, of the three of the coaches, and his, he's a top 100 receiver. He was a Iowa running back, uh, you know, a good one long ago and played in the NFL. But, um, you know, they were in his school. He's, he's a top 100 receiver, and they're shooting for the stars with a lot of these kids. Now, again, a lot of that's going to depend on NIL, Bill, as to how far they get with them. But, uh, Sharon Moore has said he's going to be more aggressive, and we are seeing that on the recruiting trail. Chris, appreciate the update. We'll talk soon. Anytime. Thanks, Bill. All right, Chris Powell is checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. Next segment, we'll hear from Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com. Get the latest on Coach Smith and Spartan football recruiting and his thoughts on Izzo and Spartan basketball. Could they make some noise in March? Comp from East Lansing next. You want to join us, check in on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. 
It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app today and be sure to use the promo code HUGE for a special offer when you sign up. That's code HUGE, H-U-G-E, only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. A rough weekend for the Pistons as they drop both of their games. First on Friday night, 136-125 to at home to the LA Clippers and then yesterday, 111-99 to to the Orlando Magic. The Magic game is key because here's a team with a relative similar timetable as Detroit with their two rising stars, Paula Boncaro and Franz Wagner, dominated the showcase. Boncaro went for 26-7, and seven, while the jump in German and Michigan alum Franz Wagner had a game-high 38. The Pistons were paced by their core backcourt of Caden Cunningham and Jaden Ivey, who had a combined 13-26 of 26 from the field, 3-7 of seven from 3 for 38 points together. The Pistons are back in action on Wednesday night at 10 p.m. in Sacramento against the Kings. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Leonard Skinner. ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino. The sharp-dressed, simple man tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Part of the Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. In a moment, Jim Comperoni, SpartanMike.com, the MSU insider, will join us. Down to the last two days for you to text DraftKings. 
One word to 21,000. We'll give it away $1,000 on Wednesday. You can wager on the big game. This will be for those who haven't signed up yet for DraftKings. Just text DraftKings. One word to 21000. We'll announce that winner and notify them on Wednesday. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. Go get an update on Michigan State basketball and football. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider, is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest line. How you doing, Comp? Hey, Bill, great to be with you. Thank you. All right, uh, Izzo and the Spartans, if they can find out uh, a way to put together more consistency in game, I... I think they could be a possible Sweet 16 team this year. I really do, if they can just find that consistency. They are trending in that possible direction. At this time last year on your show, I was predicting that that would uh, – I thought that they had that in them when it seemed extremely unlikely. Now, Joey Hauser was a big reason for that, a big reason for my positive outlook on, on what they were capable of. Um. This year, I'm I'm less uh, I'm less optimistic, but some of that pessimism um, is going away. It's deteriorating in a positive way. And if they play well and beat Minnesota on the road, that would be another step in the right direction. Um, I agree with you that they've got a chance. You know, and last year the college basketball tournament, there were just so many random outcomes, and it ended up with. San Diego State, Florida Atlantic, and the Miami Hurricanes in the Final Four. Nobody saw that coming. Um, you know, Purdue losing in the first round to Fairleigh Dickinson. More things like that could happen this year. Just the nature of the sport. And if that's the nature of the sport, if Michigan State gets some positive matchups, sure, they can be dangerous. And there are not many coaches around the country that want to get matched up with Tom Izzo in the second round or have him anywhere near their bracket. Now, that being said, last year in the second round, Michigan State played a team like Marquette. Marquette had beaten UConn in the Big East tournament just a few days earlier. UConn ended up winning the national title. Marquette was one of the best teams in the country. They might have beaten UConn again. They were a national championship contender. Michigan State beat them in the second round. One year earlier, Michigan State played Duke in the second round. Michigan State was leading by five, five minutes to go, ended up losing that game. The question is, can this Michigan State team become good enough to beat a Marquette type of team as they were last year or Duke of two years ago. I'm not sure they are there yet. In the meantime, if they can sock away more wins, they might get a more favorable seed where they can maybe avoid a team like that for another round. But uh, they've got got some more games to win in order to ensure that they're going to the NCAA tournament. But it sure creates some intrigue here in early February that Michigan State might be able to uh, get a surge going here, Bill. I kind of feel the surge. I really do. They just got to watch some of these uh, slow starts that have killed the team uh, most of the season when they were playing bad. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU insider, checking in on the Roast Umber Coffee. Uh, Guess I'm uh, update on Coach Smith, Michigan State football. I know the second signing day on Wednesday isn't as big for the big boy schools, but with the new coaching staff, with new Coaches on the recruiting trail with a lot of guys coming in from the West Coast. Uh, what can Spartan fans expect on Wednesday? 
They might get another commitment here tonight. Keep an eye on SpartanMag.com. You know, Michigan State looks like they're making uh, progress towards signing four more players on Wednesday here in the late signing day. With uh, you know, they're, they're, they're still working on Jaden Walker. I'm not sure if they'll be able to get him or not. Linebacker from uh, Portage Northern. It's between Michigan State and USC. He visited Michigan State again a week and a half ago, and Michigan State made up some ground. We will wait and see which way that one is trending. So that kid from Portage, Portage uh, Michigan is an interesting one. Michigan State has a commitment from Jalen Brown, six foot four, wide receiver from Nacogdoches, Texas. An interesting one out of Texas. He will be signing on Wednesday. Michigan State continues to battle for um, uh, Mike Shun Beeler, a defensive lineman from Chicago, Simeon. He might be committing to Michigan State tonight. Keep an eye on SpartanMag.com for that one. And uh, probably maybe the, the most important one, defensive tackle, Dimitri Nicholas, Miami Norland High School, had previously been committed to Auburn, did not sign in December, became available. A guy that's a good-looking defensive tackle, Bill, and, and the football gods do not make a lot of defensive tackles. This guy's a pretty good prospect. They need defensive tackles because Mel Tucker did not recruit very well at the defensive tackle position. Hard to find players at that position. Dimitri Nicholas would be an interesting one, a good one for Michigan State to help uh, replenish, begin to replenish that talent pool at defensive tackle out of Miami. Keep an eye on that one for this Wednesday. How big is he? He's about six three, three hundred. Wow. He looks like a defensive tackle. You know what? Uh, you know, I, I'm not Gil Brandt when it comes to evaluating talent by any means. But when I look at Dimitri Nicholas, I look at him, big guy. You know. Defensive tackle, looks like a defensive tackle. Auburn wanted him. Uh, Michigan State turned over a lot of rocks, got in on him. They've got a chance at him. When I look at his film, if he were if he were in the state of Michigan, Bill, I think he'd be one of the top 20 players in the state of Michigan. And you look at the top 30 in the state of Michigan this year, there's no defensive tackles in there. That's why they're so valuable. There, there's not many of them. This would be an, uh, an important one for Michigan State. You know, coming down the stretch in December, Michigan State tried to flip a defensive tackle from Ohio who ended up staying with the University of Pittsburgh. That would have been a good one, but that one didn't come through. They're going after this kid from Miami, Demetrius Nicholas, keeping an eye on him for Wednesday, as Michigan State continues to try to uh, lay building blocks to get the program back on track. Jim Comperoni, SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider, joining us on the Rose Tumber Coffee Guest on Yeah, so normally for the big schools, the second signing day is quiet, but for a new coaching staff, uh, this is a very important day uh, to launch year one for Coach Smith. You're exactly right. You know, Michigan State's trying to replenish that roster, and they've got work to do, and they've, they've made some progress. They've kept a lot of the players that initially went into the portal. They've got nine or ten interesting ones coming out of the portal, including three from Oregon State. A defensive end from Middle Tennessee State, who is second team all-conference USA. Not saying he's a world beater, but Michigan State needs those kind, those kind of um, proven college-level football players rather than, you know, former four-star sophomores that were third string at other, at other schools that didn't quite make it elsewhere. So it's a, it's, a, it's a mixture. You know, Michigan State has Aiden Childs coming in, true sophomore from Oregon State, all kinds of talent, former four-star out of California. He got some quality playing time last year at Oregon State. He's going to be an intriguing one to watch. A lot of talent, one of the more – talented young quarterbacks that's come through Michigan State in several years. We'll see whether or not he can hit the curveball, meaning can he get it done every single snap at this level? He's got a lot of talent. It's going to be fun to watch. 
Yeah, I was looking at the Michigan Prep Red Zone 2025 State of Michigan High School Football Rankings. Bryce Underwood, who has committed to LSU, is number one out of Belleville. And A. Simonson is number 59, the offensive lineman from A to Forest Hills Eastern. And the number 16 offensive lineman in the state of Michigan. So that's a little proud dad love there at the end of our conversation, Comp. I'm going to check that out. That's awesome. Yeah, he's uh, – no, he uh, – I can't list the schools or talk about him right now, but yeah. he's a late bloomer. He hit that radar uh, postseason on that list. And I'll tell you, when I got that list from Michigan Prep Red Zone, or I saw it on Twitter, and I see Bryce Underwood at one – yeah. And I think about that dude, just the best stud in America. And uh-huh. I see Ace at 59, overall football player for class of 2025, and see him at the 16th ranked lineman. I think every lineman in front of him, almost every lineman in front of him, I think, has D1 or high D2 uh, commitments yeah. already. Yeah. I, I, I'll tell you what, that's that's terrific. And you, you know what? Um, there are – hey – in the state of Michigan, for some reason, those guys that are ranked outside of the top 30, every year there's five or six that really bloom. I mean, that's, that's how Ferris State and Grand Valley State win national championships. And that's why the NFL has a lot of guys from the state of Michigan that did not go to Power 5 schools. State of Michigan, there's secrets in this state. And uh, your guy might be one of them. We'll see. He works hard. You know, I will. I can't list all the schools right now, but uh, some coaches, you know, asked to – be quiet about it, but there is a lot of behind-the-scenes interest. He got invited to the Rivals Indie Camp uh, May 19th and the Under Armour Camp in Columbus, so those are two pretty good signals. Yeah, that's great, and, and uh, I would suggest going to some college camps, too, to make sure that college coaches get to see him work on their field and they can work on him there and, and, and see what he's all about. That's outstanding. That's exciting. Yeah, he's 6'2", 290. Uh, uh-huh. Bench is like 340, squats 500, deadlift 600. So, and quick. He's quick for a big guy. I know some schools are going back and forth. Are we going to look at him as a possible D tackle? Because if you're 6'2, 290 now and they put you in a college weight program and he's 315, 320 and can move, mm-hmm. which he can. So it's exciting, man. It's his hard work. I'm just a proud dad and he has put in really four incredible years of hard work with power strength training systems, and they do NFL Combine. He does 24 weeks of that, and he is just – he's put the work in, man. Pays off, and he – you know, he's getting no, – you know, what's what's interesting, Tom, is he's getting noticed by so many schools outside of Michigan. So that's kind yeah. of – that's kind of crazy. But, you know, I'm cool with it, and he's happy, and it's a good pace right now to everything. It's not overwhelming him, and he's kind of enjoying the ride, right? That's great. I love it. Yeah, love it. I'll keep you posted, I'll keep it, I'll keep it out for him. I'll keep good, a, yeah. I'll keep a post uh, when you when you rip him on a tweet. I'll have to fire back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right, buddy. It won't happen. I All right, know, man. buddy. Thanks a lot. Take yeah. care. It is, it is okay, kind of cool. Uh, thank you, Comp. It is when I looked at that list and you see Bryce Underwood, and you see some of those names, like what he said, that top thirty, which are Detroit East Side, the big studs, right? And then you see Ace at fifty nine. You're like, damn, how many kids are playing high school? So I'm proud of his hard work, man. 3.8 in the classroom, treats people right, loves his teammates, loves his coaches. 
The lessons learned have nothing to do with how big or how far you go. And as a lot of coaches tell me, sometimes you're better off or sometimes you're better off being off the radar because then when you hit, they're like, where'd this guy come from, right? And they got they had a great season last year, eight and three, two home playoff games, lost last second to Grand Rapids South Christian who lost in the state finals on the last play. And I think 15 starters back. So we'll see what happens. Be fun. I don't have to tell him too much. I don't. We don't talk football a lot at all. Yeah, he'll he'll thank me for. You know, kind of, I'm guiding him, but I, I I'm not going on his visits. I'll probably go to the Midwest Combine in Indy and the Under Armour thing just to see him. So you give your kids a real. I think as parents, I'll say this. As parents, you've got to be realistic on how where your where your kid fits in. You have to, or you're just setting them up to fail. Just got to look at and I, and I've leaned on a lot of people I know who have played in the NFL, coached at the highest levels, and I ask them for their their analysis of Ace, not as my son, just as a player. And I haven't heard a lot of negatives. Quick, he's mean on the field. Kind of like me, man. When the mic comes on, I get mean. Superfly, Superfly is going. Were you trying to get Comp to get Michigan State to give him an offer on Wednesday? Can it? He'll be next year. He'll be next December. Next. I'm not. I wasn't looking at that when he when he brought up the top thirty in the state. I thought, well, wait a minute, Ace in Michigan Prep Red Zone. Is number 59 overall player. That's pretty cool just to be on that list. That's all. There are some great football players in this state. I've watched it. I see some of the kids working out at Power Strength. I look at Ethan Carter out of Hudsonville, linebacker, Superfly. He's taking a visit to Alabama over the weekend. Tweeting out his photos in the Alabama gear. Man. I'm like, that's Hudsonville. It's the home of John Vanderwall. You got the John Vanderwall Baseball Museum and Oil Change right off of 96. You can't miss it. So the caller is online. Stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Great shot. Get ready for a fantastic season of golf at the West Michigan Golf Show. Look for amazing deals on the newest equipment and apparel. Discover local courses and golf getaways throughout Michigan and the U.S. Play the Hole Out Challenge, Closest to Pin Contest, and $10,000 Long Putt. Junior golfers get in free and play the Family Fun Zone. The Golf Show, coming February 9 through 11 to Voss Place, Grand Rapids. Special price Friday tickets at westmichigangolfshow.com. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'll be broadcasting. Casting live from DeVos Place in downtown Grand Rapids. The West Michigan Golf Show is back Friday through Sunday. And I'll be doing a huge long drive contest at the Long Drive Simulator hosted by Event Swings. Anyone who beats my drive will qualify to win an overnight stay and golf for four at the world-famous Tullymore Golf Resort. If you can beat my huge drive this weekend at the West Michigan Golf Show in downtown GR. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver. 
Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soaring Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Bill Simonson here for Flying Ace Craft Spirits. You can chart your own course with small batch American-made whiskeys. And also, they're connected to Folds of Honor here in Michigan, providing four scholarships this year through Flying Ace Craft Spirits to the children of men and women injured or killed in combat. Look for Flying Ace Craft Spirits and that small batch American-made whiskeys in different flavors at local stores or ask for it at your local pub, bar, or restaurant. Fly and Ace exist at the intersection of independence and precision. They distill fine spirits for Mavericks, the adventurous, the cunning, and the bold. You can find out more and also order online if you're 21 and up at flyingaspirits.com or look for it in stores all across Michigan or at your local bar, pub, or restaurant. Get everything you need for the big game with just one stop at Meyer. Kick off the party with buy one fresh from Meyer family pack chicken wings for $2.99 per pound and get one Frederick's by Meyer wing sauce free. Pick up extra large avocados for 99 cents each. Meyer party size chips for $2.99 and buy one get one 40% off Meyer meatballs. Plus, DiGiorno pizza is just $4.99. Everything for the big game is easy to get with just one stop at Meyer. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan on a Moneyline Monday presented by DraftKings. Always use code HUGE when you sign up to get the promo hookups. And if you're a new customer who downloads the DraftKings Sportsbook app and uses code HUGE, you can bet 5 bucks on the Super Bowl Sunday and get 200 and free bets instantly. Also, if you're a new customer, text DraftKings. One word to 21000. And you will be in the drawing Wednesday for $1,000 in cash to bet on the big game. This is for new customers only who haven't signed up. Text DraftKings, one word, to 21000. And you could be a winner. Oh, speaking of winners, Superfly did remind me, we need another caller 14. Urban U, Michigan's favorite med spa with locations in Northville 3 in the Grand Rapids metro area. They're giving away a couples package for Valentine's Day. You can use it anytime you want to. You'll get a skin facial and a skin revive for you and the one you love. We're taking caller 14 every day until Valentine's Day. So call her 14 right now on 866-838-4843. 
That's when 866-838-HUGE. You'll be in the drawing for package that I think is worth 1600 bucks. Also, if you're looking for the perfect Valentine's Day gifts for that lady or guy in your life, go to theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. Big. Bad. Huge.